record and we are live sir <laughs> said three two one click record <laughs> but see you know the countdown now like you know that's what it is i don't click on one i say one then click okay hold on that's just how we do i see that hold on hold on let's we're gonna we're gonna start a little different real quick all right the blackness Oh, what you know about this? This is how we start these days. <laughs> what you know about this song? Wait, what, what you know? If you were to ask me uh, what song is like, if you had to pick one song for black folks, like the blackest song you could think of, it'd be that song. No, but this song is dope, and this is such a '90s song. It's not just a '90s song. Hey, we starting the pod out like, hey, <laughs> Happy Black History Month, Happy Black History Month, Happy Valentine's Day, all of that, all of that, all of that. And, you know, love is in the air. You know. Shit is viral. <laughs> and those who's listening, today is my wife's birthday, so send her a special shout out when you get a Woo! chance. Frank's wife. <laughs> her birthday is oh, her birthday is Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot about that. I can't. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? Absolutely. It's two holidays kind of stacked. You really shouldn't. Whose idea was it? To have Valentine's Day the day after the Super Bowl. Fucking NFL. What sense does that make? Because if I'm not mistaken, back in the day, the Super Bowl used to take place like maybe that first weekend in February. Yeah. Uh, and then the Pro Bowl would take place. In that in-between week. It... No, nah, the Pro Bowl used to happen after the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they know nobody ain't watching, nobody ain't watching football at the Super Bowl. I mean, even though nobody watches right. the football anyway. Because, I mean, in every sports, the all-star game, the guys could really go out there and they could they could fuck around. Like in the NBA, they could relax on defense, but you'll still see a good play because they could probably do a trick dunk or whatever. And they could play, you know, they play some defense, but in the fourth quarter, they actually play defense. So you get a competitive game. I want to say two years ago was like the best all-star game that happened because it was very competitive. One of the best. There was one, um, I forgot what year, probably early 2000s. That was a really good one too. But in the NFL, like honestly, you can't have 200 plus pound guys slamming into each other for exhibition when money's on the line. They don't. It, they, I, I went to the barbershop during the, uh, during the All-Star game. Because that's how little yeah. I cared about it at the time. But they had it on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> them niggas was yeah. out there playing two-hand touch. Can you blame them, though? In all honesty, can you blame them? I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Y'all just don't play the game. <laughs> There's no need for the game. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see I it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> just don't play the don't, game. If I, if, if I had to give the NFL some advice, I would tell them this. Scrap the game. Because ain't no way... Because think about it. If a guy is in the contract here and he fucks around and twists his ankle or, or 
tears MCL in an all-star game, no, you no, know no. he's not going to get it a big contract. Even, Frank, it ain't even that. They're literally playing two-hand touch. That's not an no, exaggeration. I'm to avoid getting hurt. That's not to a, avoid getting hurt is what I'm saying. Yeah, that, like nobody's running hard. No, like honestly, nobody, nobody's getting injured at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> they should turn it to one big skills challenge. Because back in the days when I was a kid, I remember that was fun to watch. When they used to have like the defensive player, when they had the incline bench press contest. They still they do to, all of those. They still do. Okay. Because the last time I checked, they had like a dodgeball competition. I'm like, I don't care to watch these niggas do dodgeball. Well, Low-key, that actually sounds more fun than the All-Star game. Dog, I want to see... I remember when they had uh, a competition with the receivers. They put the dude in the middle of a circle, and they had like all these uh, passing machines around him. And like every second, a nut, they was hurling balls at him, and he... <laughs> You said it. I'm glad, like, I'm glad you Every heard second, it. they was throwing footballs at the guy, and he had to catch it. And it was like, I think that it told it was like maybe 30 footballs they threw at him. But every second, it was another football coming at you from a different angle. That shit was cool, because it was impressive as fuck. I think Chad Johnson did the competition, and he might have dropped one ball when everybody else was dropping on average about five or six. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Do something like that where it's like, you know it's difficult that the average person can't say, oh, I could do that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you Kind of show why these guys are in the NFL. Yeah, but you're definitely not going to get the views for that. Unless, I mean, like on national TV, you're not going to get the views for, you know, machines throwing balls at niggas. Unless it's a different type of... I mean, it, it is Valentine's Day. So, I mean... Unless it's a different type of viral video. Um, I just don't... <laughs> I don't see that being the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you're going to get that much because most times... I remember the skills challenge used to usually happen like leading up to the Pro Bowl. And you're not going to get that many views. I remember I used to kind of watch that on like the Saturday leading up as I was like doing right. other shit. But I wasn't like locked in to see who the fastest man in the NFL is. Like I, I don't... I didn't care enough. I didn't care enough then when I, when I had nothing else to do but love football. I definitely don't care enough now when I got other shit going on in my life. I think the nature of the game doesn't allow for a all-star break to be appreciated. Because we want to see the big hits. We want to see the big plays. But the thing is, those type of plays put people at most risk of being injured. And you can't... I mean, nobody's going to want to risk that on an exhibition game. Damn sure not. Maybe they should just scrap the all-star break altogether and just figure out something else. Yeah, but that ain't our job. Let's let's no, hop not. in real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. The podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, Datman Beyond, Charles Flexavia, and the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from last week and the week before, quite oh, frankly. Not last week or some. the week before, but go ahead. The week before that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boy, it's been a, it's been a rough January. <laughs> quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F&D, so talk nice when you see me. I stay wild and I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F&D, one half of this P.O.D., who else but me? It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. And yeah, we're not the same dudes from last week or the week before because... Uh, we're healthy now. <laughs> we're healthy. <laughs> At the two flu game episodes, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. 
COVID caught up to a nigga. <laughs> Finally, after two years, I'm telling you, the week I was walking around at the job, like, hey, I, nigga, I might be the cure. Nigga might be walking around. <laughs> you jinxed yourself. <laughs> nigga, I might be the cure. Nigga walking around the job like, hey, man, I'm about to start taking this mask off. Because, I mean, to be honest, it's been two years and nigga ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, it can't be good. It's, it's not coming for me. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Then the asymptomatic person in your office passed that shit Somebody, to you. Like, bro, it had to be They passed it to work. you with a no-look. Yeah, a no-look pass. Ah, Steph. Chef Curry on my ass. <laughs> Didn't even see it coming. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when y'all heard the last part, y'all heard that was me in the first initial stages of COVID, and I didn't even know it. Tested, tested. I have a bunch of at-home tests. I was testing and all that. It, it kept coming out negative. I scheduled one that following Monday, the Monday the part release, and... That morning, right before I went to go get it, I took a little rapid here at the house, and that bitch said, positive. I said, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I knew it, and I knew then. I went to CVS, got my little test. They was like, you got that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't going to lie to y'all. From that Friday to the following Sunday, like like from Friday, like nine straight days, I ain't leave the house. Except to like go to the grocery store, go get medicine. That was it. Now, let me ask you this. Now that you had it, you have personal personal experience with it. Do you think it makes sense to tell people that after five days of having it, they can go ahead and interact with other people? Um, I don't think it's because everybody's your symptom cycle is a little different for everybody. I know certain people right. who had symptoms two days and then they were fine. For me, mm. my symptoms lasted a little longer. I still have like a little lingering cough. I still have a, I still still feel the fatigue of it. But those first two or three days are like, they hit me hard. And I, I was, it took me a couple of days to recover from it. But I, I honestly, there's certain people like the five days because after a certain, I think I think it is your viral lo- like you being able to pass it on to people after five days is almost nearly impossible. So that's why they say you can you don't have to isolate if you feel better. But I'm pretty sure that person that gave it to you on a low look was probably on day six. Nah, I, I doubt it because that's not that the science doesn't say that. Science say a lot of shit to nine days. I don't know what to believe. Oh, you don't believe in you don't believe in vaccines either? No, I believe in vaccines. I just don't believe when they say, hey, instead of quarantining for 10 days, quarantine for five. That is like, I don't know, bro. I done had this shit twice. And I think I need to quarantine for more than five days. Cause at day five, I was still fucked up both times. And they said, I done had this shit twice. You gotta stop being a little COVID hole, kid. You gotta chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, that ain't P. <laughs> hey, nigga. Hey, if anything ain't P, that's not P. Right. <laughs> COVID ain't P. See? Look, I got you to say it. Look, y'all see? <laughs> We're gonna slowly get Frank out of that old, that old slang shit. But yeah, man, you know, we missed the we missed a couple things. We're gonna touch on a few. You know, it's Valentine's Day. You know, love is viral, love is in the air. Let's start off by saying. 
Y'all motherfuckers never getting that Rihanna album. Y'all can just let that shit. Let that nigga. Bitch I told go. you this. How many episodes ago? <laughs> nigga, when we talked about her hitting a billy, I said y'all ain't gonna never get it. Now she having a baby? Nigga, good luck. Only way y'all gonna get an album if ASAP Rocky do some fuck nigga shit. And now we gonna get an angry Rihanna album. Now that'll be lit though. Man, let me tell you. It won't be lit to have her go through that, but. Can you imagine an angry Caribbean woman and Adele on the track together talking about hurt ho shit, nigga? See, you already, you already, see you, see you the type of nigga though already, already wishing on a nigga downfall. But if his downfall brings us that kind of content, you, ain't I mean, it's a fair trade, ain't it? You ain't shit, bro. I never was. <laughs> like I said, we I knew was. this from the jump. I never was. Like the fuck. <laughs> hey, but hey, look if if they do break up one day, I could. I, I already created a little viral moment in my head. Imagine you know they getting divorced or whatever, and then the club ASAP in the club now because you know he newly single. And they start playing bitch, better have my money, and that nigga vibing. Cause he know he about to get half a billy out of that shit. <laughs> oh nah, if you got a billy, you got the best lawyers. I'm pretty sure all those assets protected like a motherfucker. Oh. Or or in that 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 uh that prenup gonna be ironclad. Oh, he got it. you don't hit it with some whole shit. Like, you know, you know, we I was living a certain lifestyle. I was used to a certain lifestyle. I can't go back to it. I need it. Am I gonna? I either either I keep the home in, in Harlem or I keep the home in Barbados. You just gotta let me know. Ain't no way in hell he touching soil in Barbados. Them people will fuck him up. They do. <laughs> them motherfuckers love. They don't even call her Rihanna in, in Barbados. They call her Robin. She is family to everybody over there. Nigga, you go. If to, he do anything wrong to that woman, he better not step foot on that island. Oh no, nah, because you go to the airport. Like you land at the airport. There's a like three hundred foot picture of Rihanna. I could easily believe it. Nigga, your toilet sound like you are taking the dookie of a lifetime. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, dude, I hope that shit ain't recorded. That nigga, dude, that the nigga plumbing in this place that shit is off. crazy. <laughs> so when we... <laughs> so when we... <laughs> when we first moved here, right? And I didn't know the plumbing did this. Like, whenever you wash in clothes... It blow bubbles through the toilets. I don't get how that shit works. Anyways, nigga, imagine my surprise when we doing laundry for the first time here and the toilets get them doing that shit. Freaked me the fuck. Thank God I wasn't sitting on the toilet when it happened. <laughs> nigga, when I say freaked me the fuck out. I can imagine. I can imagine. You sitting... I'm not imagining you sitting on the toilet. No, I get you. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> Reprint. But I can imagine sitting on the toilet and your your wife starting to wash and shit. And all you all you feeling that whoop, 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 that shit start bubbling on your ass? Bruh. No pun intended. It, no, it would literally scare the shit out of you. Hey, bruh. That's it. <laughs> I take... Bruh, I ain't never using... I, I don't use the bathroom at Frank House, dog. Like, I ain't... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you hey, that's what you do whenever a nigga come to your house. Start that nigga in the toilet, that nigga in the bathroom just a little too long. Like, bro, don't, don't disrespect my house. You shit at home. Don't come to my house. I'ma just go and start the wash. <laughs> like, hey, go ahead, come up out of there, bro. Oh, you man. know, back in the days when motherfucker was talking too long, they had that little box that told you you need to go. 
That's yeah. what it'll be for the house. You start to wash. If that toilet get the sink, it means you need to get the leaving. Hey, come on, man. Y'all, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> nah, but congrats to Rihanna and... And ASAP Rocky, most definitely. That pregnancy looks really good on her, don't it? Rihanna, going, Rihanna said, I told y'all, I, I announced it. And y'all gonna see the stomach until this baby pop out. <laughs> like, I'm not going anywhere without my stomach out. <laughs> she said, fuck that. Because imagine, that shit can't be warm in New York right now. And all stomach was out. It gotta be about 40-something degrees over there. Oh, absolutely not. You know, you know, you know it ain't warm. But she, you know, for the fashion. For the fashion. Gotta keep the girls, gotta keep the girls talking. The way, let me tell y'all, y'all posted, I think she's gonna start a trend, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Every pregnant woman from to the end of the year, stomach all out. Ladies. Ain't no more moo-moos. I mean, you're right. Rana is a trendsetter. She's the same girl who had all y'all shaving half y'all head. <laughs> she the one that started that? Oh, yeah. Rihanna I thought it was started Cassie. that whole shit. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like that look. I thought it was hot. It was cute. It, it had a moment. It had a moment. But, ladies... I'm so sorry. <laughs> this shit crazy. The worst thing about it, the door closed. That's how loud the shit is, bro. <laughs> Ain't nothing I can do. Hey, I don't even know if y'all can hear, but the way that this toilet is bubbling up, like that shit is, that shit can't go on the whole pod, bro. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, look, ladies, I get it. Rihanna's a trendsetter. Frank, Frank said it. It's going to be a lot of these, you know, a lot of girls going to be out with their stomach and everything. I don't judge nobody. But everybody's stomach ain't Rihanna's. I just... Yeah. <laughs> come on now. Thank you for saying that. Come on. Come on now. I'm, uh, you know, I ain't no skinny dude. So I'm talking. I'm trying to be real with y'all. Everybody's stomach ain't Rihanna's. Let's... It ain't about you being a skinny or bigger dude or whatever. It's just the fact that it matters. Every pregnancy is a beautiful thing, but Amen. every woman wears their pregnancy different, and there's nothing you could do about it. It's just natural. It's just you know, it is what it is. But just be mindful and conscious about how your pregnancy looks on you. Sounds like a dickhead thing to say, doesn't it? It probably is. First of all, Frank, stop telling women what to do with their bodies. Should I though? Blacksolutely not. <laughs> Blacksolutely not. You should not. It's Black History Month. I am not telling no black woman what to do with their stomach. But you know what, girls? We take it back. Well, for me, I'm going to take it back. Y'all wear y'all little stomach out. Let your little pudge hang over your jeans. Do your thing. I'm not going to lie, bro. If I was a fashion designer, I would follow suit. I would make shit like that. I would All my maternity clothes, Changing. Those fucking uh, jeans that you see with the elastic front to kind of cut the stomach, scrapping those jeans. We doing low-rise jeans. We doing shirts with the split down the middle. You showing all that pregnancy belly button. You well, Fashion over, I'm telling you, them shit's already in the mail. Them shit's going to be on the website next week. Fashion over already on that. And all you women that have Fashion Nova uh, sponsorships, 
are you pregnant women? Y'all better get on board quick because y'all only got about a solid... Because when the stomach's showing like that, you probably got a solid four months to, to bank off that shit. That window of opportunity is very small. You better hit cash... Uh, what it was? Fashion over up and say, hey, I got this bump I'm trying to show off. Send me some clothes. And for girls who not even pregnant, and you feel like maybe don't go you can out pull and get pregnant off. just to be a fashion model. Let it happen. <laughs> what we do for the fame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of shit going viral, like I said, y'all, I was home. I was sitting on my ass. Couldn't really leave anywhere. Any plans I had had to get canceled. So you know, I was on the internet. <laughs> That's really all you can do is just. Scroll your life away, catch up on TV, you know, order Uber Eats. Shout out to my to my to my squad that sent me like a whole little package of Uber Eats. Like they sent me like two Uber Eats gift cards, some some snacks and shit, some wipes. You know, the wipe, the, the disinfectant wipes, not like the white no, I got ass you. nut. You know. Why would anybody go straight to thinking you need wipes for your ass? I don't know. You know, COVID, I hear diarrhea is one of the um It is. <laughs> hey Frank said it is like he, like one of them times got his ass. It is. It is. You know what I'm saying? You out there with the watery boo-boo, you know. So maybe that's, you know, but for clarity, no, it was disinfecting wipes, you know, like Clorox wipes for the house. Um, won't got no sponsorship, so I'm just say disinfecting wipes. So <laughs> during that time, there was this book that went viral. It was a book that went viral. It was going on like it was the it was the number one best selling book on, on Amazon at the time. And the book's name was Pastors Eat Pussy Too. I know you lying. Number <laughs> one on Amazon. It was the number one bestseller on Amazon that day. And what was the title? Pastors Eat Pussy. P W U S S Y two. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell that was the number one book on Amazon. You know how many people buy from Amazon, and you mean to tell me enough people bought that book for it to be number one? There's a lot of like these like online books, especially that like that that hood black, like the the hood. The hood girl, like the, you know what I'm saying? Like that that hood lo- thug love book, thug love. Yeah. Them thug love type books. Them books be I know what selling about. on there. They be dropping them books <laughs> every other week. And y'all be saying niggas don't read. That is but I know white folks ain't buying that shit. No, they not. <laughs> you know they not. So what's the synopsis? Tell us what this book is about. Besides right. a pastor eating pussy. Or however you say it. All right, here's a description of the book. <laughs> Nishana Nunu Spearman, a local Chicago native, lives her life <laughs> lives her life by one simple motto. Use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> Ain't that from Players Club? <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's a certified bad bitch that knows how to use her honey to make money. This is shit on the back of the book. I can't. I'm going to just read an excerpt. I'm going to read an excerpt from the book. This is like, this is like one of the first pages. Ready? <laughs> Go ahead. 
This is how the chapter start. Yes. Slob on that cat, passer. <laughs> Eat that shit, old nickel. <laughs> you like how that cat tastes. Pastor says, hell yeah, girl. I bit my bottom lip so hard. <laughs> Wait, back up. The pastor said what? Hell yeah, girl. Spell that. G-U-H-L. Oh, my God. Fucking pa- Where's this pastor from, Atlanta? <laughs> it's in Mississippi. Maybe Atlanta. Atlanta makes sense. Atlanta makes sense. Hell yeah, girl. He's from the early 2000s, Atlanta? Jesus Christ. <laughs> girl said, what it tastes like, tell me. I held tightly to the sides of Pastor's head with my hands as he relentlessly devoured the fuck out of my guts. <laughs> Who fucking talks like that? <laughs> Pastor said... Now, see, you know a guy wrote that. I have never heard a woman <laughs> refer to her parts as her guts. Never, ever have I ever. It's written in the perspective of a woman. That's what I'm saying. So a guy had to be writing this from the perspective of a woman. When have you ever heard a woman refer to her parts as her guts? I know I haven't. In my 35 years of life, I've never heard that shit. Ready? Hey, remember that she asked him what it tastes like. Here was his reply. Wait, before you tell me, (laughs) let me guess. Please let me guess. Go ahead. I think he's going to say something like a plate of neck bones and some yams or some shit like that. Pastor said, shit, tastes like candy yams, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and not that nasty ain't not that nasty ass shit in the can. I'm talking fresh yams <laughs> with all the marshmallow, cinnamon, and brown sugar. How did I know? How did I know? He paused for a moment and ran his big bell pepper nose from my clit all the way to my ass. <laughs> this book can't be in a rom- romance section of the bookstore. This has to be a comedy. Has to be. <laughs> Bro, this is... Like I said, big bell pepper nose. <laughs> hey, man. These books... These were... I, look... These books really be selling like that, though. They be like little quick 70 pages, but they be selling like that. That is crazy. I'm a, So here's other books in the category. You ready? Yeah. Because it's the hood. This, you know, this, that hood love shit. All right. One of them is My Psycho Baby Daddy. <laughs> okay. The other one is Old thought next door. <laughs> they got a picture of a grandma <laughs> like this. Look, they got a picture of a grandma like this. Wearing a little boosie. <laughs> with two with two buff niggas in the nude just standing behind her. Like they in the nude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, man, what who's the author of this book? Quan Mills. Quan says everything I needed to know. 
Quan. <laughs> let's see. Fucking let's, Quan. Let's see. Quan is a is a is a guy or a girl. <laughs> I bet it's a guy. Nigga said guts. I bet anything it's a guy. <laughs> okay, so the description for on Amazon for Quan Mills is a profound and prolific writer hailed for being an emerging urban fiction mastermind, poetic, intelligent, and graphic with his words. He wrote that shit himself. <laughs> it probably Ain't nobody <laughs> described him like that. <laughs> they got a picture of the new. No, no. But I looked at another other, I looked at other names. <laughs> he got one. What did he say? Pregnant by my granddaddy's boyfriend. Granddaddy's boyfriend? Nigga, I ain't making that up. He got another one that says pregnant by my by my husband's granddaddy. Oh, and old thought next door got a sequel. Old thought next door. And you said these books are doing units? Units. Tyler Perry need to get this nigga a TV deal then. Yo, <laughs> hey, last one and we moving on. There's a book. He wrote a book called, called This Whole Got Roaches in Her Crib. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, and then we move on. Click on it and read what the book's about. <laughs> I'm trying to find a quick description. <laughs> uh, I don't have... I, I can't find a description real quick. Oh, damn. Tyler Perry, if by chance you ever hear this, get that man a, book, a TV deal. The cover is... A nigga. <laughs> The cover is a nigga sitting at a girl's house. I guess it's in the living room. She's got a dime. Her coffee table is a piece of wood sitting on two crates. And he got a plate on the table and his roach is crawling all around it. She got a TV sitting on a stack. She got a TV sitting on a stack of copy paper. <laughs> like, I swear to God, I ain't making it up. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> I swear to God. If she that broke, why does she have copy paper? She ain't got shit to print. Never, I re, my bad. You're right. I look again. They pizza boxes. It's pizza boxes. <laughs> <laughs> pizza boxes. You're right. You was right. I should. You know what? Sometimes I. You know. You got to use your own discernment. You know. You was right. <laughs> oh man, that is horrible. Oh, the old thought next door got a part three. It's called the finale. Old Thought Next Door 3, the finale. Okay. Okay. <laughs> big bell pepper nose. <laughs> Slid his big bell pepper nose from my clit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a nigga out there reading this book saying, man, this dude is on point. <laughs> no. I, it might be. <laughs> Oh my god People I, I, be reading filth Just garbage uh, one of my, <laughs> Yeah yeah good <girl. laughs> Hell yeah good 
Oh, man. Hey, we're going to take a break right here. We'll be right back. This episode of the Samurai Professionals podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture. We are the people. We are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout. So. As I was saying, I was in the crib. <laughs> I was in the crib. I really wasn't going nowhere. So why you ain't buy one of those books and read it? Nigga, I look, I had a high fever. I had the chills. <laughs> but I wasn't that delusional. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I had fatigue. I I had fell asleep on an office call one day. <laughs> Please tell me the video was on and they saw your ass doing one of these. Nope. Nope. Head Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, you know, I, I was, you know, I, I, I took Monday off. I took Monday off because Monday was probably the hardest day. Tuesday was right there with it, but they called me so much. Like Tuesday was supposed to be a sick day, but they called me so much from work. I was like, just give me the sick day back. Like I've been working all day. Like fuck it, just, just give me the fucking sick day back. <laughs> <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. Like I'm not. We're not doing all that. So. It was probably Wednesday where I was feeling a little better and I, I was on a Zoom call and I had my camera on and nothing like that because everybody was aware that I was sick, but I was, you know, powering through. Um, and the call started around 3.30. I don't know when it happened, but at some point I fell asleep. <laughs> Dead sleep. <laughs> now, mind you, I mute if I'm not talking. I, I remember at, at some point in the conversation... I had answered everything that was going to be for me. So I was just like listening, you know, taking notes or whatever. Nigga, it was 3.30 when that call. The last time I looked at the clock when the call was on. I woke up. I had been on that call by myself about three hours. Sun sun was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Sun was gone. I had done slumped down, done slobbed on my little, slobbed on the little, slobbed on the desk. Just, just gone. (laughs) That fatigue hit a nigga hard. So I say all that to say, I might have been down and out, but Amazon wasn't getting my money for that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sir. They only get prime out of me. That's it. That's, they getting somebody money out of them damn books. Some, I, let me tell you, I know people who buy them. Like, I know someone who buys these Amazon-type books. That's why I laugh, and I sent this straight to her. Shout I out sent to it her. straight to her like, this your type of book? She said, don't try me like that. I said, you the only person I know who read these type of books. I was just trying to put you on. I know I know this your, this your genre. <laughs> <laughs> she love a good thug love book. But I was home. And Twitter once again, because you know, it's, uh, when you home, social media is really all you kind of got going. When you, that was my way to interact with the world. You know what I'm saying? I literally did not interact with anybody for like nine straight days, other than you know talking to people on the phone and stuff like that. But when everybody right. at work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't really have yeah. it. Yeah, social media is your chance to communicate with the people that you typically don't hear throughout the week, right? And strangers. There was a viral video that went out. 
I just want to bring to the table. Um, there's a group of ladies at a little at a little paint and sip. Um, it's a little group of ladies at a little paint and sip. Because you see, my understanding of what a paint and sip is, <laughs> you you go. There's usually like a picture that everybody's supposed to be reproducing. Every it's BYOB. Everybody bring their own bottle. You know what I'm saying? You go. You know, like it's your girl birthday. Y'all trying to do something a little bit more wholesome. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just, oh, we just going, you know, we're going to do a little paint and sip or whatever. Something cute at the house. Or painting with the twist, with a twist or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Something, you know, something light. You know, y'all didn't want to go full brunch. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was going on for a minute. I was wondering, I'm like, nigga, does he hear this shit? I'm going to play it and play it off like it ain't making no noise. <laughs> I really hope your, your, your mic is picking up all of that shit. I ain't got shit out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm doing the best I can, uh, trying to, trying to make this sound wholesome. Cause I always assumed, I always assumed that these things were like a nice wholesome thing for girls to do together. Or couples. Or couples. Cause I've seen couples do it. Yeah. Me and my wife went to painting with the twist and it was what you described. There was a picture. The person who was running it said, hey, I'm going to teach y'all how to paint this picture. And then y'all paint the picture. When y'all done painting it, it's like, all right, now it's time to drink while the paint dries. When the paint dries, y'all come back in. Y'all take y'all paintings. Y'all take a picture. Y'all go home. Easy, simple, beautiful evening. You know, some, you know that's, some, that's some like, that's some double date shit. Some, yeah, some, great. Great, great for date. a little double date vibes. You know what I'm saying? But apparently that's not what y'all was doing. <laughs> uh, this was in Atlanta. Probably was in Atlanta. I don't care what nobody say. There is no description. There is no location listed on here. I know for a fact that's Atlanta. <laughs> like, I, just, I know for a fucking fact that that's Atlanta. So there's a video out. I kept hearing people talk about it on the timeline, and I wasn't necessarily looking for it because I was like, it sounded ridiculous. And you know, ridiculous videos come out every day on Twitter. But they tell they telling me that it's a girl full on sucking a sucking a, 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 a look like a stripper's dick in a video at a at a painting sip. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, damn, y'all couldn't even y'all in my mind, I'm thinking it's a couple thing. Cause I didn't think stripper, you know what I'm saying? Who I was just like, oh, you're like, maybe, maybe they know he's a stripper and he out with his girl and they happen to just get it on in the corner somewhere or whatever. Nah. Nah, that's not what's happening. Cause cause we can't we can't do normal shit no more. We can't, we we gotta we always black people always gotta fuck something up. I love us. <laughs> I really too, but we always gotta, we always gotta take it to the extreme. And you know what? I ain't even gonna put us put it on black people. I know it's black history month, ladies. But y'all black women went a little too far in this shit. All right? <laughs> y'all went a little too far. Okay, because you're supposed to be painting, you're supposed to be painting a landscape, a dandelion. A tree in a meadow or some shit like that. Butterfly. <laughs> painting your spouse, each other. No. Could have been painting a bell pepper. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna never let that bell pepper nose go. <laughs> they was painting a bell pepper. More like an eggplant. Because they had a whole stripper. 
there and they was painting him. But at some point, and that's, oh, he was supposed to be painted. I believe they was painting him. Then that nigga should have been standing still in the middle of the room, not throating somebody. So at some point in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of the painting sit, as I said, the video as people were describing it in the video, that the girl was sucking dick, and I was like, it had to be in the corner. No, she is dead middle throating the stripper's dick. This nigga had both hands behind her head. <laughs> He was fucking her throat like they lived together. <laughs> like, my nigga, what the fuck is going on? You don't on? do shit like that in front of people. That's some shit the niggas in West Coast production does. You don't supposed to do that shit in front of company. Let alone that the, the sipping paint. Bro. Fucking ridiculous. Now, imagine you there. Now, imagine your wife there with a home girl. And next thing, she turned to the right and she like, who is that? Can Candace? Candace, what are you doing? <laughs> like, wife ain't never going out with Candace ever again. Oh, man, and imagine you imagine you brought your homegirl to a little to a little little soiree. It was supposed to be a little risque. Like you look at one way, you see everybody reaction. Like, what the fuck? You turn to the right, it's dick all in your friend mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, how do you? <laughs> How do you address her? <laughs> no more. Oh, hey, shit. we sex, we sex positive here, okay? Do what you want to do. <laughs> but imagine dick. <laughs> Way to paint the scene, Marvin. <laughs> hey, she, hey, it's dick all in your front mouth. You turn, look over your shoulder. It's dick all in your front mouth. What are you supposed to do? Like, how do you? What do you say to that? <laughs> like, what do you say? Shit, nigga, you just pretend like you ain't seen it and keep painting. I don't know. No. Cause cause when you're supposed to say, hey, Candace, take that dick out your mouth. <laughs> no, bro. When it's over, how you and Candace have a conversation after that? Like imagine the imagine the table <laughs> once that is over. He walk away, go back to posing. <laughs> like You know what her friends gonna say whenever they mad at her, right? They they gonna throw this shit back in her face. Let Candace say something that her friends don't agree with. They're going to be quick to call her a dirty dick sucking hoe. Damn. I feel like that's really not. Here's why I don't really want to. Um, but you I'm know how we shame... are, bro. I ain't trying you to know how we are when we get mad. You, I ain't trying to shame you the dick sucker. exactly suck. how we feel about you. <laughs> You're right. I ain't trying to shame the dick sucker. All I'm saying <laughs> is, you could have done that any other place. But did you see the other people's reaction in that video, though? They didn't seem that surprised. No, because everybody knows that's how Candace get down. <laughs> <laughs> they knew exactly how Candace got down. They knew for a fact. They, honestly, now, the only person who was really shocked was the girl who brought Candace. Because <laughs> that's your friend. <laughs> she your representative. She Candace out here getting throated off your face. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody going to remember, hey, you know, Marie did bring 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 Candace over here that last time. That's her friend. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. Now what Marie supposed what if, to say? <laughs> what if <laughs> what you supposed to say? What she supposed Candace? to say to all her friends who is all, all her coworkers who was there? Like what she supposed to say? <laughs> what if you the nigga that's dating Candace? 
Y'all not serious, so y'all still somewhat free to do whatever y'all want in this video <laughs> surface. You know how your homeboy's going to do you? Hey, hey. <laughs> but like, dog, ain't this you over here? Ain't this your girl? Although y'all just talking, y'all just dating, she becomes your girl when she does some shit fucked up. Hey, bro, ain't this your girl? Giving that nigga one. all that throat. That nigga in an esophagus at this point. I got one better for you. If you are talking to her, and she went to a little paint and sip, she got a little saucy and, and drank something, she came to your house after this. Oh, my God. And kissed you. Technically, you was throwing that nigga dick, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, she in public. She couldn't spit. What was the garbage can? No, I honestly, I only she had to I, catch all that shit. The clip, the clip, not even that long. You know what I'm saying? But at that point, he had at least be for him to be at. He had grabbed the back of her head. He had at least a, at least thirty hard seconds. At least that nigga was finishing in that moment. Ain't no nigga, way in hell. No, nah. he was gonna do all that and finish elsewhere. No, that nigga is finishing right there. Nah. You the saw clip the veins once... on his hands as he gripped the back of her head? That nigga was close to the finish line. Don't say that. Nigga had both hands. You know that last time you put both hands on somebody's head? The, the reason you put both hands on somebody's head like that, they are hitting the spot. That nigga was on his toes on one foot. That nigga was having fun. I mean, Frank said something. I, mean, I really don't have too much arguing. <laughs> but I also want to say... Ladies, what y'all doing out there? Talk to me. Because y'all be getting on... Uh, like, I know ladies who get upset, like, who won't even let they nigga go to the strip club with his homeboys. I know, you know how bad that is? Where we got to compare the strip club to a to fucking paint and paint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting angry, goddammit. How like, y'all wilding like that? Because we don't need... I mean, we've been to the strip club. We don't get that crazy at no strip club. We ain't getting our dick sucks in front of everybody. Putting both hands behind people's head. Y'all doing this out of sipping paint. The front door is made of glass. Like, people can see you. Now you got this nigga dick in the back of your throat. You about to throw up them Swedish meatballs you just ate. <laughs> I, mm-mm, fuck that. <laughs> um, and then you got to go to the pastor and ask for forgiveness. And you know what he gonna do with that big bell pepper nose of his? Rub it in that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Frank wanted that. He wanted that shit Stop. so bad. That writing is so fucking horrible, bro. <laughs> See, it's shit like that that makes me feel like you underachieved. Like, damn. I could have been a horrible writer making good money. What the fuck am I doing on roofs in hot summers? I'm out here doing shit. People telling me what to do, and I'm out here doing it. I fucking hate it, but <laughs> I could be writing shit and just putting it out there. I I know I got a, I know I got a thug love passion, you know. Like I know I got a I know I got one of those one of those books in me somewhere. I can write that. Hey, say you the editor at the publishing house, right? And this young author comes in and brings in this book, saying, "Hey, I want y'all to publish this." Proof, edit this, proofread and edit this, and then publish my shit. <laughs> As an editor, proofreading this shit, what is going through your head? Niggas gonna eat this shit up. 
now when I go now when I go to the office to to tell my boss about the book, yo, we got a new young writer. He's passionate. He's passionate. You know, he's got the he's he's got his finger on the pulse of the young urban community. I got one for you. What was the name of that author? Quan Mills with a Z. Okay. Say you Quan Mills, right? In, in this scenario, you are Quan Mills. You got to write a book about the sipping paint. What are you titling the book? Mm. Sip this dick paint that face. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nigga, that was good. I took a second. That I was had, good. To... <laughs> From off the dome, that was good. I give you hey, that one. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That is all right. But Candace, you need to stop that foolishness. Like that ain't right. I just how do you when 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 the nigga walk away from her? How does Candace just does Candace just go back and drink her wine and just talk to the rest of the table? Like how does she better not be sharing the glass with nobody either? That that ride home has to be awkward. It's only one thing to really talk about in the car, but you don't know if you can talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Cause cause you cause the lead up to that shit had to be like. Like, I know this nigga ain't walking over there with his how dick did, out. How did, how did, how did, how did, how did the dick, end up the in dick your mouth? get in your mouth? <laughs> like, how, did, how did we get to that point in the story? <laughs> that is a wild question to ask somebody. <laughs> so tell me, how is dick in it? <laughs> look, 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 look. Look, Marie, come out of the bathroom. Candace, I was in the bathroom. Um, So, just because I missed it. I missed what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, How did the dick say, end up in your explain mouth? Explain to me. <laughs> yeah, because you know, that's that, that's her in the car like, no, no, because it's it's all they need to be talked about. So explain to me how the dick ended up in your <laughs> mouth, though. Like, how did... I know you said you but thought no. he was cute, but when I went and ran to the restroom, I come out, I hear everybody screaming, it's dick in your mouth. I just want to understand... <laughs> I just want to say how we got here. When the motherfuckers say, explain to me, they don't really mean explain to me. They just want you to realize the stupid shit you did. So they need you to talk it out, say it out loud, so you can hear the dumb shit that you just did. I don't really care for you to explain this shit to me because I know it ain't going to never make sense to me. Run me through your process. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> another one. <laughs> hey, run me through the, just run me through the process. How did we get here, though? And, and and honestly, y'all be talking about us, but if y'all doing this at the painting sip, what y'all doing at these bachelorette parties? Nigga, I've seen videos that that leaked of bachelorette parties. They get women are worse than men, hands down, when it comes to that shit. Hell, even on Love and Hip Hop, what it is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta or Atlanta Housewives or whatever that shit is. Uh, Candy brought that stripper bolo. He ended up fucking two of the girls though. One of them. She had a fiance. She vanished off the face of the earth. Look, like we never, she never made it back to the show to explain. Like she didn't even make it back to the show to lie and say, "Nah, I ain't fuck Bolo." Nah, we know y'all fucked him. And then Kenya, she ain't help. I'm being messy right now. <laughs> Kenya, <laughs> Kenya kept harping on the shit, trying to figure out who fucked the dude. 
And it was allegedly Portia and some some other girl. The other girl, she was engaged to somebody. And she had to get off the show. So he, she ain't even never make it back on the show to explain or even lie and say, I ain't fucked the dude. But motherfuckers in the room talking something, yeah, we heard them smashing the both of them. Nigga came to earn money. Motherfucker end up fucking the customers. Y'all women is foul. You, you, when it first happened, I, I don't know why, but I was very annoyed by this. Cause I was like, y'all be acting like we be out here wilding out. This what y'all do no, at, we be at tame, little situation. Bro. This what y'all do at little fun. This is a little function, bro. It look like it's at a little hall, something small. <laughs> like what? What do y'all do? Bachelorette weekends? Like what y'all be out here doing? Dude, bachelor parties be a bunch of dudes standing around. We throw money on the naked women. We make lewd comments. That is it. Ain't don't nobody fuck nobody in front of nobody. That is it. I should be tamed as fuck. Y'all women. Y'all don't even have to be at a bachelorette party. Y'all fucking at a painting sip. Wildin'. Why? I'm putting this right up there with the girl who was who was who was squirting at the at the brunch. This right up there with that. Yeah, hey, I do this shit in public. And if that's how you get off, that's how you get off. We don't kink shame here on this podcast. But that's your thing. But we're gonna move on to other viral shit, cause. This was a viral ass video. Well, this was a viral ass podcast, so we're just gonna keep it running. Cornell, uh, <laughs> Cornell was, uh, I guess, at some point. Not to be confused with Cornell West. This is no, a different Cornell. Not Cornel he's West. Talking Let about. me be clear. Nelly, Saint Lunatic. <laughs> uh, Nelly was. Nelly accidentally posted a video of a young lady. Uh, you know giving a little fellatio. But this was in the privacy of his own home. When the video... It, it seemed like the privacy... It, it seemed like it was in private, unlike the sipping paint. But it was accidentally posted on his story. I'm thinking... Because he, because I'm thinking maybe he was trying to share it in his close friends, like on some Hitman Holler shit. Okay. That's my thought, cause he what he, he he apologized for it. You know, he apologized to the young lady. Um, he said, you know, that's unwanted press for her and her family. She didn't deserve that. He was sorry and all that. But I'm gonna say, don't be sorry, ho. Be careful. <laughs> <clears throat> what what y'all doing in close friends? Cause you know, close friends usually be like, hey. You know, I got a good job. I don't want to fuck it up. But, you know, sometimes I drink when I go out. I'm just going to share that with my good friends. That's what I think close friends is. That's what I thought it was. I mean, I have close friends. Marvin, you are close friends. I ain't going to send you no shit like that. Bro, I don't want to see it. <laughs> like, exactly. Want, FYI, if you ever feel the need to share, we don't have to be friends no more. Just meet me, meet me, meet me once a week. We record the pod. We don't got to talk again until next week. <laughs> These motherfuckers be so quick to share their intimate moments. I don't get that. I'm going to be real like, with Like, I get people recording because it do something for you. You like to see yourself. In yeah, the like later this. for you. I get it. Cool. Aphrodisiac or some shit like it. it turns you on. 
why y'all be so quick to post this shit for the world to see? And then when the world see it and gives a reaction, y'all be quick to backtrack. Nah, nigga, you put it out there. I'm going to be real with y'all. If y'all post, I don't have no friends. Now a male friend who dick I ever want to (laughs) see. Like, I'm just being honest with you. I don't care if you getting this up, bro. That's not, I don't know if you're supposed to be like, here, I'm going to hit y'all with a flank, a frank word. I don't care if you're supposed to be flodging. That's a good word. I don't care if you're supposed to be flexing. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing. There's no reason you should be sharing that with me. Send that to your, send that to the girl who's in it. If she's okay, she can send it to her homegirls if that's what they want to see. Don't you ever think I need to see it? And uh, if you're going to share some dumb shit like that, why do it through a social media outlet? Like, you do it like 90% of your close friends don't have iPhones anyway. Nigga, create a group chat. Because now, <laughs> dog, hypothetically speaking, let's say this girl wasn't all that cool with this video being out. Nigga, you know what kind of liabilities that shit open you up to? Nigga, you can't be that stupid. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure she's on. <laughs> like, I'm sure she's going to hit your ass with the fastest pain and suffering lawsuit. I'm sure she is. Just millions gone. Easy. Completely. There's I, Honestly, ain't nothing to be said. But... Or oh, just one more thing. We saw the video. I didn't want to see the video. Like I said, that nigga didn't home. have both hands behind her head. So that just goes to show the type of work Candace was putting in. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> hey, real talk. Real talk. Candace must have been. She had to have that fire. She had to. You don't put both hands on the back of somebody's head like that. Damn. Just imagine. And Nelly wasn't the only one. And and quick side note, the way y'all girls, the way y'all girls treated Nelly after that, y'all ain't shit. <laughs> I'll just tell y'all that. I ain't gonna get into it because I don't give a fuck about the size of that nigga did. But y'all ain't shit. I ain't never see a sec tape backfire like that. <laughs> y'all ain't shit. <laughs> Who else? Ima- Dude, this was the week his- of sex tapes. Imagine his surprise when he's reading the comments about his shit, <laughs> and the general, <laughs> the general census is that <laughs> it ain't what the one girl said. It ain't giving what it's supposed to give. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so mad if I was. I him. heard. I saw another girl was like, hey, how, "Why are we say talk about nothing like that?" But I heard a girl say, <laughs> "A girl was like, it was darker than I expected." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, what are you? And this is why I was like, man, I gotta get off the internet. <laughs> but it was the week of leaks, apparently, because Lil Fizz had one drop, and all I heard, I never, I didn't see it. Luckily, I was able to avoid that on my timeline. Lil Fizz um, was April in that video. I don't know. Now that April chick, if her sex tape were to drop, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch that. I'm going to watch that. Okay. Hope it's in 4K or something. Hopefully. I got a good TV at the house. 
Um, uh, who else? Who, oh, Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. Now that was different. Usually, when you hear a sex tape, it's usually heterosexual activities. But this time, and everybody assumed Isaiah Rashad was, you know, a straight man. I mean, he's a rapper, so a lot of people tend to assume straight dude and whatever. But this sex tape apparently is him and a few other men. And they're both like servicing each other. And it ain't one of those sex tape that's grainy or whatever. Cause I How seen much you still... watch this sex tape? You have you have a lot of <laughs> No, I said it was a still shot of oh, okay. that nigga face. <laughs> He's in that shit. <laughs> that nigga face. That is him. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no Okay. There were some sex tapes, especially if you did it like, like okay, the R. Kelly sex tape, even though we know that's you, nigga. It was grainy, so he could kind of lie to some folks, and they'll believe that bullshit. He's ain't no in hell. Ain't no in hell he gonna lie about this one, though. That was you. But I would say this, though. Um, of course, you got your ignorant folks who are saying, oh, I ain't gonna fuck with his music no more, and blah, 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 because he's gay or whatever. But I've seen a lot of support for him. And a lot of people coming out saying, yo, this is wrong. Isaiah, we still love you. I didn't know he was suicidal recently. And that's what some oh. of I listened to his music, but apparently I don't listen to his music that much because I didn't catch that in his music. But uh, some people was like, he was suicidal. So they was encouraging people not to share it, not to come at him sideways and all that. And it was, and you had also people that were sensitive to the fact that coming out is a big thing. It is a huge burden, and it, it, it's a. Uh, I can't speak on it. I've never came out the closet. I'm not gay, so I can't relate to that. But hearing people talk about it, that is a huge milestone in their life, and it's a huge thing to overcome. And yeah, then you're stepping be, out into the light. That's a lot, right? And to be and to force somebody out is. It's it's a sin. It's taboo. It's it's, it's one a horrible of the thing worst to do things, to somebody. Yeah, one of the worst things you could do to somebody. So for somebody, whoever, because I believe is is it looks like it's his recording. So he's probably doing it on his phone, and I'm assuming somebody took his phone and probably sent the shit out because it wasn't posted to none of his socials or anything. It's just a video that's out, I guess. Mm. Um, so to to do that to somebody, especially somebody in the career field that he's in. I mean, it's damaging in so many ways. But to see people support, it was that was nice. Um I mean, hopefully honestly, I hope he he uh deals with it the way he sees fit and it doesn't hurt him in any way. Cuz honestly, I'm a fan of the guy's music. Hell, not too long ago, I picked one of his songs as the new vibe of the week or whatever. Like he's a solid artist and Mm. And it's it's you never want to hear of people causing any harm to themselves over you don't want to hear people causing harm to themselves, period, especially over something like this that that shouldn't have happened. The last thing you want to hear hear is, you know, you turn on the TV or you log into social media and then you hear an artist can't, you know, he succumb to the pressures of the outside world. And he does something to himself or herself. And it's like, it didn't need to come to that. You know what I mean? So hopefully, um, 
I'm not even gonna crack no jokes on it or whatever. No, it's not. It's no jokes to crack. Yeah, ain't no, no jokes, jokes to crack. To crack it's, but it's it's um, it, it's one of those things where you could see it. It could it could go bad. Yeah, real it could. Quick. Uh, at the I mean, and the Nelly thing, even though you know we we you know we laughed at the situation, but um, at the end of the day, any of that shit could go bad. Anytime some shit leak, like you never know how wild it could get. But um, yeah, because these people have lives outside of their fame and social media, like they're, yeah, and they're not people. Just, it's not just it's not just the it's not just the famous person who's involved. It's also the other person who's involved. The other person who's involved in the sex act. So, you know, and that's yeah, the part that often goes overlooked. And I don't want to I don't want it like oh you know we being super sensitive because it's a gay guy. I just in general yes we we did you know we did talk about it. We I'm, I did say y'all did a little too much on, on certain videos, but like the shit the shit can can get crazy. Yeah, and, and I mean, we joked about the woman on the Nelly video, but I mean, if we being completely honest, it was jokes, but truth to be told, she wasn't famous. And to be a regular person, and then all of a sudden you have, I'm pretty sure what feels like the entire country saying your name. And for this reason, I mean, she still has to go out and grocery shop. She still has to go out and get her hair done. If she has kids, she still has to pick up and drop off her kids. And I can't imagine being in a position where no matter what I did, people are looking at me and whispering. Or people who know people close to me are s- spreading rumors and talking about shit they have absolutely no clue about. And that's something that they have to deal with. And I wouldn't even... I can't imagine, nor would I want to imagine going through something like that. So it's a lot that goes on with these things. Yeah, we crack jokes, but the truth be told, <clears throat> we're sensitive to these things as well. Yeah. But on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Like I said, we missed a lot. We've been going for a minute. Um, There was something that was planned to talk about in in a couple pods ago, uh, well, a couple weeks ago, and we never got a chance to. And it's only continued to develop uh, as time has gone on. And by now, most of you have already heard um, comedian, UFC commentator, the biggest podcaster in the world, broadcaster in the world, uh, Joe Rogan. There was recently, a, I'll call it a super reel of release of just all of the times he's said the N-word. And me and Frank have different views on the N-word. <laughs> very, very different views when it comes to the N-word. Um, just off of our perspectives in life and, and things of that nature. But I'm going I'm to I'm ask you, Frank, what's, what was your, uh, just your initial thoughts? You don't got to go deep into like everything else. What was your initial thoughts when you saw the video? Because I'm sure you saw the video. Yeah, I saw the video. Initial thought was for him to be so big, how, how come it took this long for this to surface? And two, he's an idiot. But then again, I never thought he was... The, if you ever listen to his podcast, he doesn't come off as the brightest person in the room anyway. So it wasn't like I was shocked, like, oh my God, how could he say this? I could easily see him saying the shit. I was just more surprised that as big as he is, with the amount of... The, the, the amount of, like, I guess the size of his audience, the amount of attention he commands, why did it take this long for a 20-minute video for him saying the word and he's not saying nigga he's saying every time he says it with the er how come it took this long for a video like that to surface 
is it crazy that I disagree with everything you just said? It's not crazy because you always disagree with everything I say. <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell you how I disagree with it. You said, I, I, the two things I took away from that yeah. was that you weren't shocked he said it because he's, you pretty much think he's an idiot. And I think Joe Rogan's a very smart man. Joe Rogan's a very smart man. You don't get to that level, that level of, like, he's the pinnacle of, of podcasting. Like, we all could say that. The, the amount of money, the amount of attention, the audience, the audience size, um, he's at the top of podcasting right now. Can I pause you right here real quick? Go ahead. We can't equate somebody's success with intelligence. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. I believe he's a smart man. He's very savvy. I've, I've listened to his comedy. I've, he's one of the most well-known commentators of UFC. Like, I've, I've actually used to watch him on this TV show called News Radio when I was a kid. He used to come on... Uh, UPN? You know, UPN or whatever. Little, when you stuck at home because you're sick or you convinced, you, you convinced your mom that you were so sick you couldn't go to school, so you stayed home and watched TV. Right. Um, <laughs> I used to see him on there. And he he's... I consider him to be fairly intelligent in some ways. I'm not saying he's the smartest man in the world, but he has learned no, to navigate this podcast shit better than better than anybody has so far. Absolutely. Okay? So what I'm saying is I don't think he's stupid. Okay. I don't think he's stupid. He's fucking ignorant, but I don't think he's stupid. Second thing you said, how did someone so powerful, so 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 big how did he how was he able to get away with this for so long and i'm gonna say when you're that ignorant and you're that powerful you are you it's his ignorance and the power that emboldened him to to say it all these times and feel like he could get away with it okay you see what i'm saying like and and he tried to throw out, you know, he was trying to say, like, you know, context. You know, people love to be like, well, you know, context matters. You know, I was trying to tell a story and this and that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, let me jump in right here. So I'll say this. I would agree with you saying he's ignorant. Maybe that's the word I should have used instead of stupid. Um, When I say stupid, I don't mean as him as a literal idiot. I mean, he's ignorant to the fact of what that word means to people and why he shouldn't be using it. But as far as everything else you said, yeah, it's true. He, the way he navigated this podcasting thing, he's definitely not an idiot. He knows what he's doing. Um, to your other point, what I mean by him having the attention of so many, because he's had so many, I mean, the the list of guests he has on the show is very wide-ranging. So with that being said, I would assume that someone in that wide audience of his might have caught, I'm not going to say they caught every time he said the word, but at least caught it once or twice and probably would have brought it up and said, hey, he says this or you know, he used it in this way. And going back to you talking about the context of it, um, and that super real is him saying it different, you know, 
it's like 20 minutes of him saying it, but it's all like, let's say, five-second clips. And yeah, some people have brought up the argument of, oh, it's the context of him using it. Somebody responded to that and made it longer to show you the context of how he was using this word. And that didn't help the argument at all. The Not con- when the phrase, the N-word, is right there. Because th- right. you could always choose saying the N-word. And people will still understand the story. You don't have to say it with the hard ER to tell your story. Or with the A, you don't have to say it at all. You don't have to say the word at all. And even when he was saying it in, in the context he was using it, it didn't help. Um, <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't. And then um, it's just, it's more than that. So in one of the videos, he tells a story about he wanted to go to the movies. And the movies he wanted to go to was in, I guess, a predominantly white area. He couldn't go to that movie, so they had to go to another one. Like they, He wanted to see Planet of the Apes. He wanted to go to a certain theater. They weren't showing it, or the times they were showing it wasn't available. So then he decided to go to another theater in another part of town. And he says that when him and his friends got out the Uber to enter this theater, they walked into the Planet of the Apes. It was black people everywhere. So now we have this video of you saying the N-word, left and right. And then we follow that up with the video of you talking about black people and being in the Planet of the Apes. On top of that, I don't, I want to say not even a month ago, there's a video of you saying um, you don't necessarily, you don't understand why people, black people are called black people. You don't, that confuse you. Like people aren't a color or some shit like that. Like Joe Rogan tries to say thought provoking shit. That's just idiocy sometimes. Right? Joe Rogan's been around. Joe Rogan is 54 years old. I want that to be clear. Joe Rogan is 54 years old. He has circled the sun 54 times. He has been on this earth 54 years. He's no fucking idiot. He's old enough to remember all of that shit. <laughs> but some he's, he's not young, bro. Bubble. And Joe Rogan, certain, Joe Rogan is things? three years, young, four years younger than my mom. No, he I was get born you. in the sixties. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this to defend him. I'm saying this as I think people need to do better. There's I some think there's people. different rules for different people. Huh? There's different rules for different people. I'm gonna actually elaborate on that after I say this. And what I say, I think people need to do better. People live in a bubble about a lot of shit. And Ooh, they tend to speak on things they have very little understanding about. But the thing is, not only do they speak on it, they speak on it with confidence as if it's the truth. So let's say him and the guy, I don't even, I don't recall who the guy was he was talking to on the show, but they was talking about black people. Um, And if it confuses you to say, hey, why do these people call themselves black, you know, their their skin isn't black. They're you know they're brown, and the only person that can call themselves black is somebody that lives in the cave of Africa that wears you know a loincloth or something. Whatever the shit he says, like I didn't hear clip. that. Wow. Yeah, he said something <laughs> like that. It's like, and that's not me quoting him verbatim. It was something along that line. I'm paraphrasing, and it's like before you even utter something like that, like, dude, take a step back and think. Like, what am I actually saying? You know what I mean? 
I don't think I don't like I'm all for freedom of speech. I think I think people should be allowed to talk about varying topics. Absolutely. You know what I'm, saying? I'm not saying you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want to say. <laughs> I believe I, you've been around you've been around on earth long enough to know certain things that should never come out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Right. You and I have had we have a list of topics that we want to talk about. But we won't talk about them until we have somebody in the room that's lived certain experiences. Absolutely. So he, if you want to have, if he wants to have that conversation, a black person should have been in the room. Someone who he felt like he could learn something from. Because if you're that ignorant about a certain a certain thing, they just randomly say that random shit like, I don't know why they're called black people, da-da-da-da-da-da. Cool. But make sure somebody's in the room so that you can counteract that, so you can have that dialogue, right? And don't put any black person in the room. Put somebody that's knowledgeable. Like That's what I'm saying. Someone I could learn from. Uh, talk to Mark Lamont Hill. He can easily, he'll let you get your statement off, and then he'll easily guide you and say, okay, this is why it is what it is. Yeah, I'm going I'm to be, be transparent with y'all. Me and, me and Frank have a list of topics when it comes to uh, gender, uh, people who are... You know, people who are transgendered, people who are are going through changes, you know, going through the whole the process. What's the what's the transition, transition. word I'm looking for? Transition. Um, me and Frank want to have those conversations, but me and Frank are both two black cisgendered straight men. We've been that our whole lives. There's certain perspectives that we don't have, so we haven't had that conversation on the pod. We want to, and we will. Once we have someone who's lived that experience and can and can speak from that perspective. Because we can have all the perspective in the world and try to be understanding, but we don't live that shit. Yeah, and the thing is, it's, it's more so when we have these conversations in private, it's not us stating anything as facts. It's usually us having questions. Like, I ask you a question like, hey, what's your perspective on this? Or why do you think this? It's never, or, or you ask the question in reverse. You, hey, why do you think this is? And we throw out, what makes sense to us. But we understand that we don't know. It's just, hey, this is how it's registering to me. Does this register to you the same way? And we kind of see, okay, where we're at with it. But it's, we would never go on this podcast and say, hey, this is that. When not only have we not lived that experience, we don't have anybody close to us that lived that experience that we can kind of pull from. So we understand, like, dude, we have no place talking about this shit. And Joe Rogan had no place saying the N-word <laughs> whatsoever. And one thing I want to touch on, you brought up the freedom of speech. And a couple of things about that. True. I believe a person should say whatever the fuck they want, no matter how ignorant or inflammatory, but that does not. <laughs> this is my thing. The freedom of speech does not mean the freedom of consequences. There's freedom from consequences. You're free to say whatever the fuck you want. But that doesn't mean you're free to say whatever the fuck you want without anything happening to you. There's consequences now, for the your shit. Right. Can the government not penalize you? Sure. Yes. But and it's not even just the government. Your, no, your no, fucking no. peers can penalize you. I can say something stupid that's legal. Like, okay. No, but I'm, what, what, what I, when I said that is legally... The government, you can't be called on charges for saying something. Right, right. Okay, I see where you're going. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
you can't be called, you know what I'm saying? You're you're allowed to say what you want to say, but you're not going to be arrested for it. Yeah, if you work for a private corporation, they don't have to abide by that. Oh, it's freedom of speech. You can do it. You can say whatever the fuck you want. And that's the shit. I, that's the reason I have an issue with Spotify. Because Spotify standing right behind. Joe Rogan brings in too much money for Spotify to do anything at all against him. And like I want to touch on when I said the same rules don't apply for everybody. Right. Same rules don't apply for everybody because a few weeks ago, while I was, you know, down and out, Whoopi Goldberg said something and she spoke out of turn completely. Yes, she she said said the Holocaust wasn't based on race. Yeah, she said the Holocaust is not about race. It's about a man's inhumanity to another man. Because to her, these two, those two groups, the Nazis, the Jews, are white people. That's an ignorant statement. It's okay right. to be like you can be the word ignorant is not knowing something. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know something, you know? You're talking to something you don't know. It's an ignorant statement. Absolutely. She was educated on it because Hitler's the whole Nazi thing was that Jewish people were an inferior race. Uh, yes. Like that was their whole thing. So in lies the race thing. But what she said wasn't like, oh, it's not about race and this, this, you know what I mean? Like it was a, she was really harping on the point that this man was just so inhumane as a person that he could do that to a fellow man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. really what she was harping on. That's how she saw it. Yeah. And the pre, the, probably the reason why she saw it that way, because she's only looking at it from her perspective and thinking, hey, both of these groups in my country check on a census that they're white. So I'm thinking they're both white when really it's not that simple. They're not. It, it was, in fact, based on race. Right. Right. So, and she got suspended for two weeks after being educated on the show about it, going in and listening and having conversations with people. Yes. And apologized for her ignorant statement. Right. That dude said the N-word, like, I, I, I didn't watch past, like, 30 seconds of it. I'm about I don't to say, to it's it. long. I want to say, I saw one video <laughs> that's, know. like, 20 minutes. And I didn't again, even know the video was that five long. minute clips of, and he's been podcasting what sixteen years, so that's a lot of content to pull from. It's at the long. end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, he's not an idiot. I, I don't think of him to be. I believe he's a smart man in a lot of things. He's just but he knows that he's on. powerful enough that he can get away with this because people talk about oh they're gonna cancel him and that. We're not his demographic. Black people you are not his demographic. You can't cancel somebody you don't fuck with. You can't cancel somebody you don't support. You cannot affect the pockets of somebody you don't contribute to. Right. It just is what it is. And his supporters have gone out and continue to show their support. And in all honesty, if you disagree with Spotify not pulling uh, his show or whatever, that's fine. Um, the thing is, they don't have to. You know what I mean? And if they, they, if they put a... They put a lot of stock into him, then so be it. All you can do is pull your dollars from Spotify. You, yeah. In situations like this, you have to vote with your wallet. If, if you Always. didn't appreciate Ooh, what you Spotify say did. Say that, Frank. Yeah, in situations like this, vote with your wallet and your attention. Because that's, cause that's... Look at it this way. The money you give Spotify is the money Spotify is using to pay Joe. If you don't 
appreciate what Joe is doing. Like, NDRE was on point with what she said. She's like, hey, look, I'm an artist, and if the music that I help generate on this platform goes to paying him, then I'm going to pull my music. And that's how you should do it. Don't sit here and... I mean, yes, you're human. You can get mad, but understand the proper actions to take. If you're, if you wanted Spotify to do something to Joe, uh, you know, uh, whatever, and they didn't do anything at all, then, you know, vote with your dollars and your attention and remove it from Spotify. I know yeah. there's some Spotify exclusive content that you might not be, that you'll probably be missing out on and that sucks, but you have to weigh your options. Do you want to yeah. continue you to really, listen to you, that exclusive content? If you really want to find it, I'm sure it's on... Uh... Damn, what's that? What's that one where all the young kids came? That one streaming service. It's a website where all the where all the young kids drop their music. Oh, uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if if you in those situations, vote with your dollar. And like Marvin said, there are probably other alternatives to finding that content anyway. Um, another thing, and I'll, this will probably be the last point I make. Um. If Spotify or Twitter or whatever other platform decides to kick someone off, that is not them infringing on your freedom of speech. That is a private entity. If you break their rules and they kick you off, they have every right to do so. Because you you agreed to those rules when you created your account, okay? Exactly. (laughs) When you created your account, there is is a a terms of service. You agreed to them when you you created your account. You just clicked agreed. And that's your fault. Right. <laughs> that's your fault. If you're having a house party and I come to your house and I break your toilet and I'm standing on your counter exposing myself and and then you kicked me out your house, can I say, oh, you're infringing on my freedoms as a person? No, I'm not free to do whatever the fuck I want in your house. Yeah. No, you're you not. I'm going to beat your ass and I'm going to throw you out of my house. <laughs> exactly. Friend or not, you wilding. Exactly. Like, so you can't I owe wild. you an ass whooping. Yeah, like, yeah. I owe you that. <laughs> oh, that is old. And it will be paid in full. Yeah, paid in full. Paid in full. Ace. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do whatever the fuck you want, wherever the fuck you want, and not think something's not supposed to happen. I think a lot of people are really... I think a lot of people really have a hard time understanding that. Like, freedom of speech or freedom of whatever means, hey, I can do this and you can't do anything to me about it. No, that's, that's, that's completely false. I can do something about it. You might not, I may not be able to legally press charges or anything, but I can say, I, the same way you felt you can say whatever you want, I can say whatever I want to you in response to what you did. And depending on what you did, if it sparks violence, you <laughs> burned it. Charge. Yeah, <laughs> you earned it. I might get up that morning and choose violence. It just is might what it is. And that's the thing. People always have to understand. Violence is always a choice. It's always an option. It's always right there. And that's the thing. People who've never been hit in the mouth, they don't think that way. They don't think that violence... It's always an option. There's always an you know option what? that says, punch this nigga in his shit. And that's what the baby said. So let's segue. <laughs> <laughs> let's segue real quick. So by now, all of y'all have seen multiple angles of the the baby fighting Danny Lay's brother. Recap: the baby, Danny Lay, they have 
a baby. So the baby, Danny laid the baby. The baby, Danny laid the baby, the baby. Anyway, yes. So <laughs> they have a baby. <laughs> and, you know, months ago they had that whole thing where he was embarrassing her, you know, putting her, you know, streaming shit, calling her all this out of her name, saying she wasn't his girl, this, this, and that. Embarrassed her, kicked out the house, all that shit, all that shit. We all are aware. Now, back then, Danny Lay brother said, when I see you, it's on site. That's important. I just, I, for, for, for fairness, I want to say that's what he said. That's Next time I see you, it's on site. Right. So it looks like the baby was um, out with a group of friends, and Danny Lay's brother was there. Um, now, according to Danny Lay's brother, he said that he, he stepped to him. And he said, hey, you know, can we talk over, you know, can we can we step aside and, and talk for a second? Which I feel is counteractive. It, it, it's, it's a bit counter to what he said, because it definitely wasn't on site in that moment for him. Danny's late brother didn't come with that on-site energy. He did not. The baby did, though. He did. And his friends did. Because at first I was like, because, you know, the first video that came out, they were already in the scuffle. You know what I'm saying? So I just assumed they got into it or whatever. But this, the, another angle came out and the baby swam first, which yes, I'm not going to lie to you. I always assumed the baby swam first. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of choosing violence, he always chooses violence. That's his default. Yeah. The baby chooses violence. He's killed somebody, guys. Like I, I just, I keep trying to remind everybody, he's killed someone, and not just killed someone. He got away with it. Now, yeah, so it was self defense, but <laughs> but he did it. He did that shit. He did that shit. He mur- he murdered somebody. Okay, this it is happened. somebody. <laughs> the first video I've ever seen of the baby. He was shooting a video in Atlanta, and a group of like six dudes went to press him about shooting a video in their neighborhood. And he stood on the porch willing to fight all six. He was by himself. He just had a white camera crew around. That was the first video I saw. He was trying to shoot a video, and the guy said, you know, you got to pay your tax to be on the, be on the block yeah, doing that shit. check in or some shit. You got to check in with me. This my block, da-da-da-da-da. And he was like, I ain't got to pay taxes with nobody. I could tell that the baby was like, oh, y'all got to see me. He had it Let on him. Let me tell you something. He definitely had it on him. <laughs> if you ever are present in a moment where somebody is being pressed and it's a group of guys pressing one or two guys, and that one or two guys are very calm about being pressed, them niggas know something that the rest of y'all don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're not privy to all the information. Yeah. I suggest <laughs> you get up out of there. Because if you ever seen a dude getting pressed by a bunch of dudes, and he's like cool, level headed. That nigga got something he ready to use. And in this, in the back of his head, he's saying, "I wish y'all niggas would take yeah, one more on step him. closer to me. <laughs> bust a move, like Bernie Mac say, bust a move, bust a motherfucking move, <laughs> <laughs> niggas. You're but, not supposed to be that calm if this niggas trying to fight you. If you are that calm, I promise you, that nigga got it on him." It yeah. ain't even close by. It's on him. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no, oh, let me go to the back and get it. Nah, nigga. It's here now. Yeah, it's not in the back of the lap. No, it's that not. Shit is that shit. It's on my lap. Not in the back of the lap. It's on my lap. Yeah, yeah. He got the stick on him. 
So they get into a tussle. Because, you know, I know I how think, y'all hoes like to tussle. <laughs> I'm about to say, I think tussle is a, is an understatement. Nah. I, honestly, so they, 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 the baby swings on him. And here's the thing. Immediately, four other niggas jump, jump in. And they jump Danny Lay's brother. I, that's how it happened. That's how you it happened. How bad you want to beat a nigga ass to fight him in the lanes of a bowling alley? Them lanes slippery as shit. You're risking injury, twisting an ankle. You could have stepped in a gutter or some shit to beat this nigga ass. You know how angry you have to be to do that? And them bowling shoes that they give you, Nick, them shits don't got no grip. You couldn't wait for him to walk back out the lane and jump on him again. Y'all, y'all took it to the lanes. I don't know, bro. We talked about jumps, right? <laughs> like yes. when you the nigga, when you the nigga who in a fight and you like, hey, you really need your homeboy to jump in. That's not what this was. <laughs> he didn't have no homeboys. When he walked off the lane, who consoled him? Who said, hey, dog, it's okay. We got ain't nobody. That nigga looked like he showed up. No, dolo. I'm not talking. I'm what you're right. You're right. 100 percent He ain't had nobody with him. He even put a so post out. Stupid. He put a post out uh the other day where he was like, Hey man, if I had one of my if I had at least one of my homeboys with me, you know what I'm saying? Them niggas would have had to see me. You would have nah, still lost. That nigga had like six people jump on you. <laughs> you would have still lost. Nah, kid. And then the one nigga know. that, because the nigga had two braids going back, and that one nigga that held on to both braids like it was a steering wheel and just kept slamming them and slamming them and slamming them and then slammed them again. Hey, one time I had thought somebody had hit a strike. Because you know it's a certain noise when the when the bowling ball hit the back. <laughs> hit the back oh, I'm the, pretty sure some lane. niggas kept bowling. Because if I was there, I would have <laughs> kept bowling. I definitely would have kept bowling. Yeah, but... This no, thing, but though. it was actually the way his body had hit the lane when he had flipped him. It, oh, yeah, it did sound like a strike because he hit the ground and then his feet hit the ground after his body did. So that yeah. was the doom gloom gloom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you, you, <laughs> you can't talk that on-site shit and then walk up there without your homeboys. Especially if the nigga you talking the on-site shit to subscribes to on-site activities. At all times. Reminder, a nigga came at him and in self-defense, he killed that nigga in a Walmart. <laughs> okay? That's as on-site as it get. I wasn't even ready. You came at me ready for some shit and I made sure the shit was handled. Like Bomani say, stay ready champion. When you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You never got to get ready. The nigga, the baby, he's a stay ready champion. It is what it is. So if you're going to talk that shit to him, dog, just assume assume that no conversation is ever going to take place. Assume the fight is going to happen. And i also say this. Let's say if you get there with somebody where it's like, okay, it's on site. Understand what's else. Understand what, what all is in your view when you spot that person. So yeah, it's on site. But what else is in the view? Is is there eight friends in the view? Is there weapons in arm's reach? Look back at yourself. Come in. Who's in that's... your view? Do you have eight friends with weapons on them? If the answer is no, close your eyes, walk away, hope to see him another day. <laughs> Change that. the sight. 
It's not on site. It's on another site. Yeah, a it's on a site. comfortable site. That's what y'all should be saying. It ain't on site. It's on an an acceptable site. Because if I see you and I'm outmatched, it can't be on site. Because I saw you, I evaluated the situation. It wasn't in my it wasn't favor. There. It wasn't there for me. It, it wasn't Here's for me. Here's my thing, though. That's why the nigga didn't come with that energy. He hit him with that. Hey, can we talk on the side real quick? No, hell no. Ain't no talking. You already said it's on site. That's why you got punched in your talk? shit. Can we talk on the side real quick? He tried to come with a lighter energy. And the baby was like, nah, nigga. Nah. We fighting. And if, if you are going to do some shit like that with like, yo, let's talk. You have, you got to be more tactful, bro. You can't. <laughs> You can't do it in a crowd. Because if the shit go left, now you're going to get embarrassed. You can't do it when you're outmanned, outgunned, or whatever. Like, you do the... This is when you do the shit. If you catch the nigga shopping with his daughter, because now he's going to be I, a little... I never lie to you. Don't approach me when I'm with my kids. No, the reason I say that, because now he's not going to be as quick to swing on you first, because he's going to be thinking of safety of his daughter. So you come to that nigga, hey, look, I just want to talk. You get that shit out in the open. And you don't say that shit when you're in arm's length. Don't walk all the way up on the dude. Just say, yo, hey, I want to talk. And if he say, yeah, cool, you talk. If he say, no, nah, I ain't trying to hear that, then you know, okay, ain't no talking. He, this dude ready to fight. So next time I see him, we got to fight. You catch that nigga when he's out with family because the nigga is less likely to, to confront oh, you fam- like I'm that sure with family, family around. <laughs> I'm sure family was there. I'm sure family was swinging too. The right family, female family. Because <laughs> the Did last you feel thing... like he got to be protective over. That's what right. Cause I'm gonna be honest. Me, if I'm with my wife, my girls, I ain't gonna try to fight you. Cause I don't want none of them getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you see me and I'm with my you brother, smarter than that. I mean, you smarter than I, I'm. I don't know the baby, but oh. I got a good idea that you smarter than that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm with my brothers, I'm with my homeboys, and you was talking that on site shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of them niggas are more hot headed than I am. So it's a higher chance it'll happen. It, it's a higher <laughs> chance it'll happen. And I might not be the first one to swing. It might be them <laughs> that go at you first. Oh, so y'all, oh, so y'all the old jumping ass niggas. That's y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because I wow. Yeah. All that talk. So y'all, so it ain't no shooting a fair one no more. We don't do that no more. Life ain't fair. Wow, nigga. I mean, now, if we call it out and say, nah, I got him, then okay, cool. (laughs) But you was talking on, and you have the gall to approach all of us, and we all know you were responsible of said shit talking, you get what come with it. You're free to talk this shit. And I'm not even saying the baby, I'm not, the baby, I'm not even saying Danny Lay's brother was wrong for feeling the way he felt about his sister. I'm not saying that. We're saying he was wrong in the approach. He was not wrong for defending his sister. In fact, I commend it. But, dude, you got to understand what you're walking into. Pick your moment. Yeah. Pick your if you're going to fight the baby, make sure it's just the baby you're dealing with, which I doubt that would have been rare. Somebody like him, a celebrity, they always move with people. Every time you hear about a celebrity somewhere, they got like 30 people with them. They got the security who they pay to be there. And then they got the entourage, people that's that's just with them. Like, dog, you can't, yeah. can't just walk up on dudes, especially somebody famous that got a click with them. That's not smart. No, no. You, you, you hustling backwards. <laughs> hustling and that's backwards. what happened. He hustled backwards, ended up in the middle of the lane, and he got dish rag. 
That that part. And then you Ooh. on Instagram live talking about the shit. You don't need to talk about it. We all see them disrag you. Yeah. You don't got to tell us if you had somebody. You didn't. Your whole you family took everybody. L's in the span of six months. Y'all really just got to start fucking with the baby. The whole, the whole lay family. The whole lay family got to stop. What y'all need to do is just have that nigga at zero custody. Just start a new life with the baby. Not the baby, but with y'all baby. Leave that nigga alone. Imagine the family gatherings. You, your mom, and your uncles, and then your daddy come by. Everybody looking at him side eye because they know he done tried your mom and he done whooped your uncle. They scared to fight him. It's just negative energy. Negative energy we don't need. On that note, man, give me your old school vibe of the week. Poison Clan. I want action. Or oh, action is the name no, of the song, yeah, actually. Yeah. Poison Clan. Yeah, I took it back with Poison Clan. Do I know that song? It wasn't even a big hit like that. See, everybody know the song um, Shake What Your Mama Gave You. And everybody Shake What Your Mama Gave You. Yeah, we know that one. You know JT Money. Um, You know, the I, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, everybody know that. Or Hope Problems Ain't No Problem. Don't hate the gang because that ain't go. We all know that shit. But uh, action, I think that shit came out of like. In the 80s, 1980, early 1980s. So, probably before all time. But, anyways, I was on um, iTunes or whatever. That's the right one? Because I know I said the, the wrong one last time. Apple Music, but it's Apple Music. See, I know I've been saying the wrong shit. I was on Apple Music and um, I was, uh, I forgot what the fuck I was looking for. But I was like, you know what, let me see what. What all songs from Poison Clan on this shit? Because I think I was going down a rabbit hole of Miami music. And I came across that shit. Um, and I thought the song was hard as fuck. It's about a... It's a typical song, three verses. Every verse, he talks about a different scenario, how he was tried. And instead of resolving it with peace, nigga wanted action. I'm about that action, boss. Exactly. <laughs> so going back to the baby situation, Danny Lay brother tried to resolve it with peace. The baby baby wanted action. So that's where we are with it. Well, I'm gonna I'm go the opposite way and 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 go with a very peaceful man. Uh my old school vibe of the week is Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley and the Whalers. <laughs> All the way on the opposite end of that spectrum. Opposite end. Good vibes, just just good music, man. Like I told y'all, I was down. And I spent all, you know, I returned to work this past week, and I spent all of this past week just trying to play catch. And I needed mellow, uh, good vibe music. Cause I ain't gonna tell you, man, that like, like that COVID had a nigga down. Like even mentally, I was down. Like I was, like exhausted. Like it just, I had me so exhausted. And I felt even mentally drained while oh, trying to work it. and and do other shit. So that I got into my to my old reggae bag. I. Got into, you know, been listening to a lot of Bob Marley lately, so Could You Be Loved just had to be my old school vibe because I didn't listen to it almost every morning on the way to work. That's you one can't of those go songs. Wrong with some Bob. That's one of those songs you can't possibly be in a bad mood and listen to it. Nah, man, they put a smile on your face as soon as, as soon as, soon as you hear the guitar. Don't, 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 don't. Like, you can't, you can't yeah. go wrong with it, dog. Just like the song we started off the pod with, that is one of those songs that, yeah. Absolutely has to put you in good spirits. Like that is a song where you hear a bright sunny day, birds chirping, the 
The Sun Feels Good on Your Skin. It's a yeah. beautiful song. Beautiful day. Give me a give me a give me a new school vibe of the week. Oh my God. My dude is finally blessing us with music. Pusha T came out with a track called Diet Coke. Absolute. I can't wait till the album drop. This nigga talked about cocaine his whole career, and I'm always here for it. That nigga, he makes you want to sell cocaine. That nigga make it sound so fucking cool. Hey, we are very opposite this week. My, my, uh, like I said, I've been, I've been just wanting to be in, in a good, in good spirit. So, uh, one of my, this reminds me of a song that you gave us a couple weeks back. Um, it was a song that you said just, it's your new song that like make you smile. It's a, it's, it was a little, it sounded a little poppy. Um, and not poppy like, like a Spanish dad, like a Hispanic dad, but, uh, <laughs> pop, like, you know, the music pop ish. Yeah. Um, and so is this one. This song is called Light Switch by Charlie Puth. Okay. Not familiar you, with that one. Are you familiar one. with Charlie Puth? No. He's the guy that sings the... Remember when uh, Paul Walker died? Yeah. Yes. And Wiz Khalifa made the song. It's right, right, cool. right. He's the, he's the singer... Uh, He's oh, the guy that sings the chorus. Okay. Okay. And Charlie Puth is a is a writer writer. Like he's written for he's written for probably almost anybody you could think of when it comes to singing pop, when it comes to singing RB. Like Charlie Puth is a is a is an artist artist. And, so he's probably one of them artists that probably has, let's say, a handful of songs that they did themselves. But if you look at their entire resume, they got oh, no, so he's many got credits. And he has yeah, yeah, he has hits like that. Like he has hits that he's put out. Like I'll, if I, I'll list some of his. I'll send you like a list of his, some of his other songs. You're like, oh, I didn't even know that was Charlie Puth. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's been like songs you've heard on the radio, songs you've heard, songs you heard like in the, in the mall, and you didn't even know that that's his voice singing, right? Um, but his list of credits, mad long. But he has a song called. I, I follow him on on Instagram, and he's been working on his album. And he always like finds these like random inspirations, and he was looking for like a sound while he was like creating a beat, and he found like a he found the sound of a light switch, and it just it clicked. The writing just <laughs> clicked, and you watched him just go off, and he, he just talking about a girl who turns him on, uh, you know, she always want to act like lovers, but she never want to be each other's lover. Like we all did, you we all start talking to that girl. Who would love to like? She talk all that shit, but she ain't really about that fucking shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we all been there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no, nah, it's okay. It's, it, listen, that's so I guarantee you. Think it, it to me. It sounds like '80s video game music, but it's, oh, okay. a, it's a vibe. You got me. You got me. It's a vibe. Um, on that note, bro. Anything else you want to bring to the table? Nah, man. I appreciate the people being patient with us. They didn't hound us for another episode. But they did, but they did though. They did though. I saw it on Instagram. I saw it on Twitter. They did, they but at us. the same time, they understood that the previous two episodes we both were sick, so they understood that okay, these niggas ain't doing okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We gave y'all two flu game episodes. Like we we was here for the content. We was we was here for y'all. So if we weren't here, you know it it had hit us hard. And matter of fact, we about to give y'all damn near almost a two hour pod. Right. Y'all y'all listen to damn near a two hour pod. Y'all y'all got y'all money's worth. Okay, and I say this before we go. Last time we recorded, Marvin talked to me about the show Euphoria. 
I didn't watch it. I didn't know what it was at the time. And Marvin just said, the kids ain't all right. I'm here to tell you that Marvin grossly made an understatement. I undersold the show. I undersold My nigga, it. <laughs> when I say you undersold the show, that show is not a... It's a great show. And I'm not going to say the kids ain't all right. Them kids fucked up. Bruh, Me and my I wife looking at that show, and we looking at each other like, was kids really doing this shit in high school? Like, my high school days were nowhere near this wild. Like, we knew kids did drugs. We knew kids was kind of fucked up in their home situation, but nobody was fucked up like this. Not that we knew of. Like, dog, they go through some real shit on that show. Hell yeah. But it's a great one show. Right now, right? Say what? You still in season one right now, right? I'm still in season one. Yeah, nigga. And the fucking season acting, two don't get no better, <laughs> dude. The acting on that show, yes. Dumb motherfuckers, there. Like they, they are good. Is it Zendaya? She is going to be like the same way people talked about Holly Berry and how she's revered for her act. Zendaya is going to be the next big. Like she when people talk about Zendaya at the end of her career, they're going to be talking about her, Holly Berry, Viola Davis. She's going to be in that I'm gonna category. I'm going to put her and not just even the same and and respect to those to those women, but I'm talking like an actor actor like Yeah, that's what I mean. Her. Like she going mean, she going to end up on that Viola Angela Bassett, Davis, Viola Angela Davis, Bassett, Meryl Streep Meryl type Street. level. She's going to be there. Like she is. Yeah. Right. She's a beast, nigga. I can't <laughs> wait. When you get to season two, episode five, Zendaya, we got to give Zendaya her flowers. Because when you get to that, when you get to that episode, that's the one that just came out. Yeah. This last one, nigga, bruh. All I told respect you. to her. She is a monster. Rue, Rue is not a character. Like, we all root for Rue, but Rue ain't shit. <laughs> like, like Rue is not a character. I, I, look, as everybody who's saying, that's not, that's, I'm not spoiling. That is the premise of the show. Everybody who's watching it, man, Rue is, Rue is the character you feel for, because she's the main character. But nigga. <laughs> Dude, I'll put it like this. I felt that way from episode two. I told my wife, I'm like, dude, if I was that drug dealer, I would never fuck with Root ever again for what she did. This nigga told her. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for the people room. who haven't watched it. But episode two, I was like, you don't do shit like that. You ever seen that meme where that person say, I don't know where you from and how y'all do shit over there, but over here we don't do shit like that? Yeah. That, that's what I would have been... T- you don't do shit like that. You got to take that shit elsewhere. But all in all, man, that show is fucking amazing. Oh, and if you have an issue with nudity, then don't watch the show. Yeah. Especially with the male anatomy. I ain't, dude. I'm going to let y'all know. Season two. Dicks everywhere. Season two is, because you think season one is bad? Season two has a dick quota. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> they, they try to meet the dick quota every week on season two. <laughs> season two, you, season two, I spent half the time like, come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Bruh, on the second, I want to say the second episode, there was one scene. It was like, this is ridiculous. I have never seen this much nudity in one show. Even when they, like, okay, you watch The Sopranos. In The Sopranos, they show nudity, 
and the, the Sopranos is an HBO show, but it's it's brief somewhat. You know what I mean? It's not it's not in your face. I'll say that. Like, but it's also remember Sopranos is also early, it's late nineties, early two thousands. Different time. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. But bruh. Matter of fact, I'll put it like this. After those scenes, my wife looks at me. She's like, what? This show is rated again? And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. It damn got to be X at this point. Like, it it has to be on the cusp of being an X-rated show. I'll just and it's it not, that. And it's not... Yeah, it, it's it's not just like, oh, it's so lewd and... and, and, and but and, it's not And like, crash. It's just a... Re- it's a really, really good show under all of that. And I'll say this, though. Like, they don't do it just to do it. Like, it makes sense in what's going on in the show. Almost to the point where it's like, I understand why they're showing this. Like, right. it has to be real and in your face. And that's funny that I'm saying that because the It'd scene in, in episode two, that that's what it was supposed to be portraying. Like, the, a character is going through something and it's like, it's in his face, he sees it. And then it was in his face, just like it was in Candace's <laughs> face. So, ladies and gentlemen, Poor all those Candace. in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, aka Charles Flex Xavier. Mr. Flex on the Lexo, still. About to make your best on my Nexo, still. And the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from two weeks ago and a week before that, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm half Samurai Pro, half FND, so talk nice when you see me. Y'all know I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence, although that's always an option, but I'm on resorts and islands. Check mm. the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D, one half of this POD, who else but me is Frank. Y'all can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. Please like, subscribe, and comment on our uh, podcast on any platform of your choosing, even if it's Spotify. Rate it. Rate Give it. Us the please. five stars. Say something. Yes. You can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and now Racket. At I can only be Frank. And where can they find you, Marvin? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and soon to be Racket at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai's Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs>